This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Did Nate Newton tell us the key to this road success all along on Cowboys Crosstalk last night? We'll hear from Nate here in just a moment. Get Broadus's thoughts. Of course, we got to recap what happened with the Mavs last night. And we got Stars Hockey hosting the Vancouver Canucks as it's our number one of the G-Bag Nation. Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander. We got Carter Freeman. Carter's going to join us for a little Carter Goes Harder coming up in the 6 o'clock power hour. Oh. That's going to be fun. He used to do well, this when Eric and I did BetQL. It was Carter's Corner. Well, he's got he's got his star sweater on tonight, so he's I, I guess he's going to take, uh, take in the game. He is, so he's going to go straight from uh, his segment with us at uh, 6.20. Right, yeah. He's going to go well, straight nice to the double AC. Yeah. I know, I was like, hey man, we can move this for you if you need to. He's like, no, 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 don't worry, boys. I got this. I'm yeah. locked and loaded. I'm ready to rock. So he's going to go to the game tonight with Joey Erickson. Joey the Jet. Get out of here. Yeah, Joey the Jet's in town. All right. So shout Pretty out cool. to the Stars. Like Hopefully Joey a lot. win yeah. tonight yeah. over Vancouver. Of course, if Vancouver uh, wears their uh, Orca sweaters tonight... Mm. I don't know. That might be a tough one for the, it's, well, for look, the they, Stars. They knocked off the Stars 2-0 to zero in their first meeting. Yeah. And Jamie Benn's usually been really good against Vancouver. So is Sam Steele, I was reading. That was interesting. Mm. That was the first game, I think, without a goal in five straight contests against Vancouver. So hopefully the Stars can get back in their winning ways. If you're heading out to the AAAC tonight to take on some Stars hockey, let us know. Also, how concerned are you about Tyron Smith? We'll mm. get into that in just a moment. I was kind of hoping this wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Evidently, it is a big deal. But, Brian, we're talking crosstalk with KMC about the Mavs, holy moly. I thought they all were out, yeah. just about to pull this out. I'm, I'm along with you. I, I was dabbling in Dolphin defense and college draft picks and trying to kind of listen to the game, and then I got like, oh, okay, this thing, maybe it's going to, maybe you're going to get a comeback here, but uh, it just didn't have enough horses at the end of that one. No. It just didn't, and, and Kyrie, he's, he look like I said, he looks healthy. He, oh, he does. He's just the oh, way he he's does. playing right now. They've they've kind of figured some things out. There was some talk, you know, when the season started with the Clippers and the whole thing with Harden and you know they like I think they were zero and five or something right off. They the were jump. terrible right they after were the terrible trade. right off the jump and and you know but they've really done a good job of, of kind of pulling things together there. But uh, that, that's a tough team to deal with, with especially when he looks as. When he looks as motivated as he does, uh, you know, playing for them every well, night. And, and kudos to Reg. When he made the point last night during crosstalk, he's like, man, Kawhi looks like he's back at MVP yeah, he sure form. Did. And I had sure really, did. I mean, I knew that the Clippers were on a nine-game winning streak. I'd been kind of watching some of their highlights here and there, but I still wasn't taking them seriously as a legit contender because they're never healthy. And then they didn't have Paul George last right. night. But no, yeah, Kawhi looked, looked back to that guy that was leading – you know, the Spurs to championships and what was dragging the Clippers to to playoff wins. I mean, he was Toronto, of course, sure. what he was able to do there. But, yeah, when Dante Exum buried that corner three, thinking, okay, here we go. And credit Jason Kidd. He made those halftime adjustments going small. But the, the legs just weren't there 
in the final eight minutes. And certainly Kawhi was able to attack the lack of size that the Mavericks had inside. I mean, they just don't have anybody that can protect the rim without Derek Lively. That's got to be the number one priority as you get closer to the trade deadline. Whatever you need to do, you've got to get another big in here. That if Derek Lively, for whatever reason, isn't available, and even to take some of the pressure off of him, you've got to find somebody else with some size down low. Yeah, I know the the general always talks about that, kind of his trade ideas of, you know, how can you package some you know some players together and, you know, and, and maybe maybe make a run at one of these uh, these bigs to kind of help you out. But man, who who would have who would have thought that a a rookie would be so important to how you are playing, uh, you know, on a nightly basis, especially with the way with the rim protection, and then also with the way that he's able to rebound. And, and the way he's able to finish at the rim yes. when given the opportunity. And uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. with another 21 points last night. Well, that's, Keep it going, THJ. Keep it, keep it going there. And, uh, we'll but now maybe Hardy's a guy that, you, I mean, with Dante Exum emerging, I know I asked that to uh, uh, you know, our buddy Bobby Carella. Bobby's like, man, you need some of these guys. But uh, eventually, if Kyrie's able to come back and be healthy, you just don't have enough minutes to go around for all your guards. No. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you do have a, a surplus to where you can move one. Yeah, and the, and the thing about Hardy is that he's been one of those guys that, Every once in a while, you just you have that run of two, three games where he just shows up, and you're like, going, "Oh, okay, I get it." And then all of a sudden, it, there's then the disappearing act, and now you're like, "Well, you know." And you wonder if any teams, as they look at him, you know, advanced scouting and you know studying the rosters and stuff, would you know, he, he is a he's still a very young player. Uh, you know, very upside, very I, yeah, I would very think raw maybe player a team as well. Out there yeah. that would be interested, but you yeah. could be right. I mean, yeah. who, who knows uh, with that situation? Then Grant Williams not giving you as much offensively as maybe you would have liked, but he certainly w- was showcasing, you mentioned it, his ability mm-hmm. to play and defend every position. Well, that's his thing. He'll tell you. He goes, I can defend all the spots. And, you know, unfortunately down the stretch, he he missed a, a corner three that would have kind of, you know, kind of kept things going after that. It appeared that the Clippers just kind of went on this, uh, like, okay, you're not going to finish this one out. And what was surprising is the, that the Mavs had been pretty good in those clutch games. They 90, really had. 92 and, and finishing out. They had the one-point lead and, but you kind of just felt like that the lead, it it, it really at that point could have gone either way. I mean, you, I think you just spend all your energy to yeah, rally and come try, back. Yeah. And, and Luke is absolutely exhausted. He's playing 44 minutes, another triple-double for him. But Mavs back at it in Houston tomorrow night. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip against the Rockets. We did mention, of course, Rockets the Stars. Rockets better, too. They are. The, the, uh, Ime Doga's got that team playing yeah, well. Veterans and veteran they, players. They made some moves that are really yeah, paying off for Van Vliet this offseason as well. I mean, we saw last time with Dylan Brooks. I mean, that was a good game back and forth. Luca eventually getting the best to Dylan yep. Brooks, but then Brooks calling him the best player in the NBA. Yeah. So they get to reunite on the floor together tomorrow. How uh, concerned, though, should we be, though, Brian, about Tyron in, in the back? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's kind of like when, when you ask folks about Zach Martin, you know, getting better, improving, and then but with Tyron, it's getting better and improving is it's it's sometimes it it it's good to hear and but then you have to kind of know well it's the back and when he usually has something wrong with his back, uh, it's something that takes more than one or two or three days to to get right and and you know the fact that uh, that he is sitting out days already and you know it, credit to him that he's lasted as long as he has you know this season with what he's at you know he's they've kind of figured out a plan for him and but yeah you should you should feel some concern right now about the situation with him and his availability for the game this weekend so is it trending i, I think we saw our buddy clarence hill tweet this out that martin it, playing and yeah and like zach, are, is it more I, positive for zach right well, now I, you know and and here we are again i 
you know, I, I really pride myself on having the right information for folks. I don't want to lead people the wrong way. And, you know, I just had the feeling and hearing and talking to people last week about Hooker. You know, everything on Thursday when I asked about, you know, I usually wait till Thursday, Friday to ask these questions. And everything was trending the right way as far as with, uh, with you know, with Hooker, uh, you know, being in the lineup. And then the next thing you know, we're, you know, Eric and I are interviewing Christy Scales. And yeah. She's talking about inactives. And she mentions that Hooker's not going to play. And I think everybody at that point, you know, I know on my team was very, very like, whoa, wait a minute. All week long, we were talking about this guy being back. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I, I think you absolutely have to wait until uh, – until we get to game day or they get on that plane of who's going to play and who's not going to play. Well, Cowboys holding their final allotted padded practice of the regular they're, season. They were in pads. And, yeah, they, they started out outside and yeah. moved back inside. Yeah. But they, they're out there in pads. And it was good to see, I think, Malik Hooker also yeah, was, he was participating in yeah. pads, who you were just referring to. Missed the game. They're going to need him this week. You know, I saw this from our buddy Nick Harris, and we'll probably have Nick on tomorrow to help preview the game as we do every Friday. But Nick was mentioning how Tua – is so good against man coverage. Yes. And that's for the most part, you know, league highs with the Cowboys run is man. And two is 14 touchdowns to one pick. He has 124.5 passer rating, which is third in the NFL. Cowboys are playing man on about 48% of their coverages, which leads the league, as I mentioned. So, I mean, do you go more zone? Is that something that benefits well, the secondary? Is that you're, you're forfeiting a strength? Yeah. This is where Dallas is front needs to be and I'm talking about your defensive front need to be uh you know part of this game plan and part of the game plan in a big way and I just don't feel like that you can allow the Dolphins to run the football and I'm not saying run the football like Buffalo did because they're capable Miami's got a capable the, the we mentioned this yesterday though their offensive line right now is compromised they I saw an interview with uh, Mike McDaniel today and the question that was asked right off the jump was, uh, you know, give us the condition of your, uh, give us the condition of your offensive line for practice today, and and um, McDaniel put both his palms out and said, <laughs> "Bro, you know, like, like, hey, I, you know, who knows, who knows the situation, and you know, if if they're just, if if Miami is in a in that kind of that mode where they can't protect, and their offensive line is compromised, this is where Dallas's front has to win this game." This is where, yes. like last week, of all the things, all the issues that you had, and you asked the question about how much zone do you want to play. Mm-hmm. Well, if they get after you, and Dallas is on the screws, as I like to say, about you know with their pass rush, you know, man or zone. I mean, two is going to have a hard time getting that ball out because they, he, there was a you you clearly watch him play against the Jets, and they were worried about him holding the ball. Because two is not going to run from you. No, two is not going to move. Two is going to stand there, and he will take a hit, and he will deliver the ball. And the reason they're so good against man coverage is because he is deadly accurate throwing the football. His biggest strength is the it, accuracy. It, accuracy. He is going to hit guys on the move, running away. I, I mentioned it yesterday. Half, or a little more than half of the Dolphins' offense, passing offense, is yak. Yep. And that that's that's where that's where they're gonna that's where they hurt you right there. So. I think Dallas is who they are. I think they're going to play. They're going to play man coverage. They're going to. They're going to. They're going to do their best to try and disrupt these routes the best they can. But they're going to try and take advantage of an offensive line that might be a little bit banged up right now and, and might struggle to protect 
their quarterback like they feel they need to do. It's amazing, and in maybe game flow, you know, you'll adapt and tweak some things on this. Of course, we've been having the whole conversation all week long about Micah, and do you want to keep him on the line of scrimmage yeah. with the linebacker concerns? And we'll talk with John Oning, who's gotten uh, in the heart of these battles. Oh on no, he's he's fighting four. it, man. The one thing is, you have these conversations, and I want to say this though, if I can, real quick, Zach, is you know, it's it's so funny how you you get in these discussions with fans, and they. You know, in, in the beginning of the season, you want to talk about Micah the linebacker, and then you get in an argument with them, and I don't mean an argument. You get in a discussion with them about, oh, no, Broadus, he's, a, he's an edge. He's a rusher. That's what you do. Why would you waste him at linebacker? And now the fact you've had a game where you just basically got embarrassed on the front seven, you're thinking, well, how can Micah play linebacker? I went back and watched the game, and John's going to bring up the Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. I went back and watched that for Micah. If you watch that game as him as an off-ball linebacker, you're going to go, okay, this is not terrible. This is not a bad idea. You know, this is the, you know, I, I felt like though when you going into it, you had, there was well over what, 200 yards rushing by Green Bay in that yeah. game. And, you know, there was, there were other issues that they had with the front other than Micah Parsons there, but he was an off-ball linebacker in that game. Started off the game really, really well with the, with the movement and getting to where he needed to be and all that. And, you know, as the game wore on, they were catching him on blocks. He jumped around a couple of blocks. You know, that's the thing that's going to happen with Micah playing linebacker. When, as an edge, man, you know he, he has such a feel for how to rush the passer now. and Because he works, he works a lot on it. That's something that, you know, when he Arguably doesn't play. the best in the game. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot of off-ball linebacker anymore, you know. And so... You're asking him to say, okay, now you got to prep for this game in a different way. It's easier said than done. Exactly. Right? I mean, fans it is. are looking, it, oh, just absolutely. put him in line. It's not, yeah. it's not that yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's a blend that they can have. I don't think the Cowboys are, are not just not going to play Mike at edge. Yeah. But maybe you do see Dan Quinn say, you know what, maybe he well, can be a chess piece to help mask some of the problems. And see, situationally, you do play him at linebacker. When, when, when I'm dealing with an offensive line that has issues across the board, I am fine. I am putting him on every single guy that I feel like that he can win one-on-one against. Yep. And I don't know if off-ball linebacker allows me that latitude. No. not Now, when you're playing against an offensive line that's really, really good, yeah. go for it. And you're you're only throwing the ball 15 times against Buffalo. I understand yeah. the criticism there. Yeah. But Miami's a new game. You know, if it ends yeah. up going a similar game flow and game script, then okay, I get it. Yeah. But part of the reason why they're so terrified is because of 11 rushing Tua. Yeah. And that's why they're going to get the ball out. Now, I do want to play this cut of Nate Newton last night. I thought it was brilliant. Larry Brown, Nate, Bobby, they all did a great job. Uh, Nick Eatman as well during Cowboys Crosstalk. Nate was discussing one of the things that he believes is the problem when it comes to the Cowboys' road woes. And here's Nate Newton. It don't matter. See, people keep asking, why? what's the difference between home and, and on the road? The difference is the attitude. I'm coming to take your, I'm coming to take your house. And when you get that attitude, and, and you can't tell me how great an athlete is because all great athletes don't have this attitude. And Dak kind of was alluding to that in the postgame pressure as well. Like, you got to go. And he, something that he said he's enjoyed throughout his career. You know, it's us against the world. We're going to take yours, right? We're going to your house. Yeah. We're going to make a statement. And maybe they do lack a little bit of that attitude. I, uh, Man, I, I I love Nate. I really do. And I'm saying this, and I'm saying this at utmost. I worked with Nate a long time. I competed against Nate. He he wore us out at Green Bay. They were a different breed when they played. And he, you know, he he played on a team that had not only talent 
but did have that attitude. And he was giving some great stories. We were talking about oh, Eric yeah. Williams and Michael oh, no. Strahan. And Strahan no, is talking ass to Eric Williams before the game. And Eric Williams says, okay. Yeah. Well, and then afterwards, yeah. Yeah. they beat the brakes off the Giants in New York. And Michael Strahan just shakes his head. Yeah. And I, I can tell you the whole thing. Reggie White was the same way. He absolutely hated playing against Eric Williams. But that team, that team's attitude was a completely, completely different uh, type of outfit is what you have today. And I, I, I do think there's, there's things that the Cowboys have problems with, and I mentioned communication being one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I, think there's, I think the communication on the road is not as crisp and clean as it needs to be when it comes to they, – they, they honestly need their offense to be successful. They, they really do. Not that the defense is poor in any way, but the, the way this defense operates is their ability, is their strength, is to rush the passer. You take that away from them, they're a pretty just average defense. Pretty average defense. But you take that ability of theirs to rush the passer and create turnovers with the interceptions and stuff, pretty average defense right there. I don't think that I, but they need their offense to be the one driving that bus. And if, if you want to say offensive attitude and all that, sure. But I, I do think that they, I think they struggle on the road with game plan at times. Because mm-hmm. look at the, look at the game plans they've had in the losses, Arizona, San Francisco, you know, the game. I plan, think that's an excellent point. The game plan they had, it, it just appeared like they were not even the same team sure. with the route yeah, combination. They looked like a different team. They looked like a completely different team. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get more uh, Cowboys conversation going on throughout the program. We got G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30. Let's do a little hodgepodge. We got a shout-out to Dickie V and the worst pickup lines to use at your holiday parties. That's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's do a little hodgepodge, shall we, before we slide into the G-Bag of the Day, brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. Now, yeah, what do you got? Have you... You don't have a read here right now, no, right? No, no, you're fine. Did you these Odyssey Minute listening things? Yeah, they're fascinating. It's amazing. We're having people tweet us about this. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like it the is amount of cool. time that people are listening to Sean and RJ, or just the entire yeah. station, or us. Go ahead. You know, you can you can tag us. We appreciate all the love and support. Turn it on, leave it on. If you're not able to listen while you're cruising around in this dreary, wet r- weather out there, but yeah, seriously, pop on the Odyssey app. Yeah, I mean, people have been kind of tagging us in this stuff, and it's actually been co- cool. The it number of number of. Uh, Minutes that they've been listening. Did you find out yours? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I <laughs> is it not good? Well, it's like you're usually probably not listening just on the app. No, but yeah, I don't listen on the app as much. I, it's like it said one thousand nine hundred eleven minutes. Okay, 
Is that a lot? It's not as uh, a lot compared to some of the ones I know. We've there seen. was like some guy saw sixty thousand. Who was that guy? Did you see the guy had sixty thousand? Yes, it was incredible. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you very much, guys and gals out there for doing that. We appreciate you. We do. And we the podcast, it. you listen to the podcast too. Yes. And Spits and Suds and and uh, Love of the Star, all the podcasts we have on. But thank you for doing that too. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, Love of the Star. I'm sure you guys are in Spits and Suds or is it Spits and Studs? I don't spits know, Bobby and Bell. Studs. What do you think? Bobby thinks it's Spits and Studs. He thinks it's Spits and Studs. Yeah. Do you want to give a shout out to uh, Dickie V, Dick Vitale? Yeah. He is officially cancer free. Wow, how and about that? that? Is great Ring that bell. Yes. Dick Vitale letting everybody know Santa Claus came early for me and my family. Just was on the phone with Dr. Brown. That's his oncologist. And uh, the blood work came back and they gave him great news that they're all good. And he is now cancer free. So shout out to Dickie V. He's 84 years old. Tell you what, man. Had a heck of a run. So much. And he's still just excited as yeah. ever. Yeah. The diaper dandies, baby. No, he just, he, he, you know, he loves. It's amazing these guys that kind of were like that were coaches and they've they kind of were okay coaches, but they found their niche as being broadcasters. You know he, that man has called some great, great basketball games. I, I have the utmost respect for him and and what he's done in the fight. He's you know it's it, at his age, at his advanced age, it'd be easy to kind of just give up. That's just not his. That's not his mo right there. How about this? I just saw Micah Parsons quote tweeting. Is he mad at me for something? No, not at all. In fact, he agrees with you. Oh, uh, Marcus Mosher, who, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I can't believe so many of you want the Cowboys to move Micah Parsons to off-ball linebacker. What happened to y'all? I knew what, I knew this was coming. Micah quote tweeted, it's because teams are running the ball and people like to panic. I'm probably leading every category in pass rushing besides yeah. sacks. Yeah. People are nuts. Yeah. And if people watch film, they take shots and pass more when I'm off-ball or out of the game. Yeah. We have to get better, period. Say what? That's that. That's not a. That's not. We're not getting butt cracked there, right? That's a real. That's my. I double checked that it was Micah's actual actual account. Five hundred and sixty six point five thousand followers. I believe it's his real account. Man, I I went back and watched him against Screen Bay, and you know what? I mean, it it got to the point where I was thinking, damn, you could play him off ball and he'll be fine. The way I mean, the, the early in that game, I mean, he was hustling, making tackles. It's a lot for him to play off ball, then have to cover, then have to be pass rush guy too. I mean, you're asking a lot. I just, I think he is so rare now as a rusher that you know he'll he'll you know he'll play the run. He'll play the run at him. I mean, teams have teams have figured out that that like listen, you can you you can influence him because of how aggressive he is. You know, he you could maybe you can maybe take him out of his game a little bit as a run defender, but as a pass rusher against against this Dolphin offensive line right now, I am moving him up and down that line because I know he's going to cause some problems. If they get into a game where they have to throw the ball, because Tua Tua is going to stand there. Micah can hunt him down where he's at. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad Micah reached out to folks. Well, and and, I'm glad he put it out there. I'm. Yeah. It didn't make me feel any better because I thought because I there's been a couple of platforms where I was like, man, I I just man I, I can't do that right now. It's just I mean it's panic time. You know when you mm-hmm. lose the way that you did against Buffalo, you're searching for any type of answer. And I have not felt the Cowboys were going to do that. And just move him to off-ball linebacker, but it's certainly become uh, they a theme have, of conversation, man. But they're they they've had some struggles with their linebacker spot. They have because you watch the game, the the Green Bay game, and it's uh, they they went with Armstrong at right end and Tank at left end, and then they went with Van Der Esch and Mike at the linebackers, and Green Bay got some yards, and but man, it was kind of second half. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of got some things going there, and. Uh, 
but it, it 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 was a bigger group. You know, it was with Micah and Vanderesh in in the you know at linebacker. It it gave them some size, and uh, they they just don't have a lot of that right now. And it's not against the the guys that are playing there, the guys that Dan's asking to play are doing the best they can. Seriously, it's just it's hard, man, dealing with three hundred eighteen pound blockers in your face all damn day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and shout out to the two one four. Like, does Michael want to do that? He's been texting that in for a while, and we just got your answer there. Now, I did have, uh, I found this. It's the best pickup lines and then the the worst pickup line that you can use at your holiday parties. Did you ever have a go-to pickup Heck, line? You, are you kidding me? I don't either. I mean, I, I, if, it, it, I, my best pickup line was, I have a credit card and it, it's, it has money for drinks on it. Would you, you like go. a drink? Or I'll three? buy you some booze. I'll buy you some drinks. My looks were not going to get me anybody. My I never had, if, unless the lady wanted to talk sports. You know, I was pretty. Uh, that's kind of what. Yeah, I was look at. like you can co- talk the Constitution to her. <laughs> oh yeah, I could. I could hey, ben I, Franklin. I, I could. I could. I could absolutely say, "Hey, listen, you know, when we and the guys are hanging out at the Continental Congress, yeah, we were. Are you in the cosplay? <laughs> I got the outfit. Yeah. I got the I, knickers and everything. I got the me. outfit. <laughs> Swashbuckling shoes. Okay, Lucius, give me a lesson. Give no. me a lesson. I don't have any. You got to go the Riz. You got the Riz. Come on, man. No, no. I mean, you, do. you, know, you absolutely do. Okay. No, walk around with a mistletoe. That's corny. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's corny. Doing the most. I don't have any pickup Yule time pickup logs. You just never had. Come on, you're 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 feminist right now. No, nah, I wish I was. All right, well, what do you think of these? Things? I can't even tell what uh, girls like are flirting with me. They have to like put it all the way in my face. They have to slap me with the flirt for me to realize, oh, that's what's happening here. Yeah. Just go ahead and slap oh, me. I really thought I was just funny. See, because I, I find <laughs> you, I find you as a good listener. Like you will yeah. sit there and listen. Like and if somebody's talking, an observational listener. Yeah, what I've been told. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to them talk, I figured you would pick something up to like play off of. You know, uh-huh. they say something, you play off that. I'm awful, man. So I'm more of a Halloween guy. I can shine in Halloween. Yeah, like alcohol and skimpy outfits. Yeah, yeah, cute. I can, I can do that. That's when the Riz comes out. Yeah, that's when it comes out so naturally. The the worst pickup line, according to the ladies, is "Do you have a map? I keep getting lost in your eyes." They're not into that. They think uh-huh. that's cheesy. But Lucius, before you take over for G Bag of the Day, number one, aside from being sexy, what do you do for a living? Hey. Yeah. That's the number one pickup yeah, one this holiday season voted yeah. on by the ladies. That's gonna get you escorted out. <laughs> but women but women say they want to they want to be they want to be able to laugh. They like a funny guy. Mm-hmm. They they that's that's what they say. They, mm-hmm. they always tell you they want to be around a funny guy. Yeah, it's about 50-50 for me. Yeah. Really? Because then you get friend zone sometimes. Oh, that you can't get out of that. It's tough. I, I lead the league it's in that. It's a tough deal. I, I am the I'm the ultimate friend. You could throw up on in me. In high school, I was definitely a friend yeah. zone guy. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Let's uh, turn things over to Lucius Alexander. Not the friend zone he guy. He is lying so much right now. For today's G-Bag of the Day. My man Slip, is lying slide, in there. Trying to survive for me. For me. For me, slippery out there, y'all. It was hella slippery trying to get in here. I see y'all out there, uh, city of Dallas, Fort Worth. Drive a little slow. Just be safe for your next man. It's the holiday season. Come on, man. I seen people driving like it was sunny outside. Oh yeah. <sighs> Tokyo drift. <laughs> what is happening out here, man? He said it was probably you. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me close this right here. I'm gonna turn off the little hollow. Christmas music I had later in front of you guys. Yeah. All right, G-Bag of the Day. We do it every day on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, it's funny. Uh, it might be an argument. It doesn't matter what it is. Hit me up at Lucky Lucius P on social media. 
Lucius Alexander on Facebook. That's L-U-C-I-O-U-S. Yes, that's my name. Or just go to Twitter, find G-Bag Nation, and follow us all right there. What do we say? Like 30,000, 50,000 people on that, tw- that G-Bag Nation Twitter? Yeah. It's pretty strong. It's growing every day yeah. thanks to you, plugging yep. it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Well, come on over to mine because I got blocked a long time ago. Yeah, they had me sitting at 15,000 for 15 years. I was like, this ain't making no damn sense. It's not growing? That's weird. I'll tell you what, you're, good on, now. All, you're good on all <laughs> platforms. No, seriously, man, you do, you put a lot out there. Even that no, uh, that that well, the thread stuff. You were working that threads angle for a while there. I, I tried. I tried. Yeah, you did try. Stephen A. Smith is our winner in protest. In protest. He was picked over uh, Brad and Babe. I can't believe this, but Stephen A. Smith was asked about how to wipe. This is his response. <laughs> Josh Medro writes Stephen A. What is the correct way to wipe yourself standing or sitting? Needing to know. That is a nasty ass question. You're a nasty, desperate-ass individual. You're a human being. What you asking me a question about how to wipe your ass for? What's wrong with you? First of all, you should be sitting. Because stuff might drip on you. That's number one. Number two, (laughs) it's just a nasty question to ask a grown-up person. You have no couth, no class, okay? Knowing you, you're probably on yourself. You need to get your act together for asking some dumbass question like that. Don't ever sit up there and tweet me again. A matter of fact, make sure y'all take his name down and ban him from tweet, tweeting this show because he's an idiot, a new fool. That's just disgusting. <laughs> just disgusting. Just disgusting. Probably bleeping all over yourself. All over yourself. I'm a human being. <laughs> all right, let's see what else we got for you. Did you watch UFC 269 at all? Yes, sir. Sweet. How about this fighter, Andre Philly? Hmm. Oh, it's just a prelim fight? Yeah. I think I missed this one. I was coming I back from I dinner l- with the lady. Okay. Don't you hate that? I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this guy. This was his first TKO since like 2019. What? No way. Billy's been in the game a while. Yeah, uh, but I like this guy. He's like all of us. And uh, when you mentioned there the money you make, and uh, you kind of brought up Harley Davidson motorcycles a lot. Yeah. Where does that passion stem from? <sighs> my uh, my grandpa. He passed away about 10 years ago, but. My, my grandpa rode motorcycles, you know, and, and uh, plus they're f-ing cool. Have you ever seen one? You ever seen a motorcycle? Have you ever seen a Harley <laughs> Davidson motorcycle? Yeah, you ever seen an American made two wheel freedom machine? You got to get on one of those, brother. No, another one. I mean, I saw you said that you also mentioned that there's like five, six things you care about. So, other than fighting and Harley Davidson David, Harley motorcycles, what are the, some of those things? I like big. Booty Latinas. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> yes. no, shout out to my girlfriend, Melissa. I love you, babe. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Andre Feely, man. Yeah. yeah. He, he is all of us. Yeah, he is all of us, he bro. He is all of us. Yeah, my Twitter bookmarks would agree with him. Yep. 100% agree with him. <laughs> he is all of us. And he covered it real quick. Hey, shout out to my girl, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to yeah. you. Yeah. Now I'm in the video looking for his girl. Like, Let me see if she's a big booty Latina. <laughs> <laughs> I know he got one. Yeah. I know he got one of them yeah. things on him. The followers checking uh, out. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, there was a proposal on the fan oh. earlier. Was there? During KMC. Uh-oh. Yeah, during KMC, Kevin was wilding. Can you confirm <laughs> that not only did your then-boyfriend, now-fiancé win a car, you just got proposed to? Woo! My gosh! I kind of had a feeling because my son was asking, telling me, hey, mom. I, uh, Dad got you something that starts with a D. Whoa. He's a snitch. And he's a snitch. Oh, he's going to surprise man. you You're today. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thought your kid wow. was a pervert. Uh, okay, that makes oh, sense. That makes God. sense. Jeez, 
bro. What are you doing, <laughs> Kevin? Kevin's a straight lace guy too. What? That that was up in the perv comment. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got proposed to on the radio, and that's what happened. I'll yeah. never forget. Your son's a pervert. Yeah, the radio host called, <laughs> called Johnny a pervert. Remember yeah. that from Johnny? Yeah. Johnny's 43 now. You remember that, Johnny? Remember yeah, that, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Uh, you can't be near a school, right, Johnny? <laughs> How did he know? Let's see. Oh, okay. Yesterday was a church day. I hope you got your blessing and everything. Shout out to my pastor, Pastor Freddie Haynes over there. And my other pastor that I go to on YouTube all the time. He's up in that big penthouse in the sky right now, pushing a Rolls Royce on those streets of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Reverend Ike. That's my man man right there. Okay, so you remember I played that Caribbean church vibes? Yes. Yes. Under the blood, under the blood. That should have won too, right? It should have. It should have. Here's another one right here. I voted for it. Roll your boat. Oh. Roll your boat. Roll, roll, roll your boat gently down the stream. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> That church has some That's going to get the people yeah, in that, attendance. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody said TD Jakes. I got more on that later. Yeah. During, uh, yeah. <laughs> LA Live, but I got to step lightly. My sister worked for TD Jakes, okay? Ooh. I got to step lightly, bro. Ooh. I got to talk. Matter of fact, I might not even touch it, bro. Yeah, I, I, I probably would, I wouldn't do that, Lucia. I would not. Yeah, Chris yeah. is going to be weird. So, yeah. you, you still doing the radio thing? Yeah. Okay, so I'm hearing that. Uh, <laughs> screen grabs. That was you. Yeah. The streets have ears. Yeah. All right, man, let's wrap it up, bro. All right. Uh, so late we got already. Stephen A., we got Andre Feely talking Big Booty Latinas. We got the KMC proposal, Kevin calling the sport kid a pervert. Uh, and Roy, you vote. Mm. Lucius, where are you voting? Mm. I got stuck. <laughs> you talked about the UFC fighter, bro. <laughs> yeah. My imagination yeah. was like, mm. yeah. just thinking about all of them. Uh, big Buddha Latinas. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, shoot, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the UFC fighter, bro. Okay. UFC fighter. UFC fighter. I'll go row your boat. But mm. from a vote of two to one, Andre Feely, Big Booty Latinas, is your new G-Bag of the Day champion. Krusty's Corner coming up next. Where are we going, B? Yeah, let's talk about this Miami Dolphin defense we'll do that next thank you lucia shout out to tolo alex who just dm'd me said he's toloed for a total of seventy thousand nine hundred ninety six minutes on the odyssey app no one g bags more says alex that is amazing Seventy thousand nine hundred ninety six minutes see i saw a 60 i think a 61 or 61 or 62 is one i i that somebody Tagged us right now. Alex might have the lead. He might have what I've seen. But go ahead and uh, you can DM us. You can tag us at Chief Nation, at Zach Wolchuk, at Brian Broadus, at Lucky Lucius P uh, on the Twitters as well. And you know that we love it, man. We we love. I might need to invite him to the springtime crawfish boil, dude. That's incredible, right there. That is time well spent. But then again, I'll probably get in trouble because if he gets sick, then we get sued, and well, then I get in trouble for that. It's it's a social event. I mean, I'm looking to bust out that backyard that I got now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We can have it at the new crib. Yeah, 
So hopefully, Sean's getting a new backyard too. Ooh, Sean there. might. Well, Sean can cook yeah. up a lot better stuff as well. Yeah, we can than, have than just Sean the some damn good parties. Man. Yeah, Sean. Sean is always the party house, no doubt. All right, yeah. uh, let's go ahead and throw things over to you, Brian, for Krusty's Corner. Thank here. you very much. I appreciate that very, very much, guys. Uh, okay, Dolphins, you're going to get a base three-four front. We call it an odd front: three down linemen, four linebackers. Uh, Vic Fangio is your guy. I've reached out to I've reached out to a couple of my guys around the league, coach dudes, see if they can help me with how to attack Vic, Vic Fangio. So maybe I'll get that uh, locked in. I haven't heard back from those guys, but uh, uh, maybe have a little bit better idea on Friday. I can do that for my Krusty's corner. Uh, but Vic Fangio is a defensive coordinator, former head coach of the Broncos. He 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 shut down the Cowboys. If you remember the game in twenty twenty one. Uh, they beat the Cowboys. It was 30-16 uh, to 16 in that game. Ran the ball incredibly well. Played really good defense that day. Todd Archer asked Mike McCarthy about it. Do you factor in that game? Mike says, no, it's not part of the breakdown. But I'm sure you go back and look and see what's going on. As a unit, they have 48 sacks. 32 of those sacks coming without bringing a blitz. Wow. That's the second best in the NFL right now. That's just a four-man rush right there. That's incredible. Pressure. 39% of the snaps. That's second best of the league. Four-man pressure. So, man, they, they, if you're looking at metrics, you're looking at numbers, and the film shows that with these guys. They do a good job of getting after you that way. Um, you're mainly going to get zone coverage in the secondary. They play what we call cloud coverage. And when I'll explain cloud coverage to you. Now, Buffalo played cl- cloud coverage, or they do play, and they play it 30% of the time. To give you an example, like last week you faced a team, it's a it's the it's a look that teams play. Buffalo plays it 30, 30% of the time, and Miami plays it 26% of the time. They're like Miami's seventh in the league in playing cloud. Buffalo's just slightly ahead of them. So if you start to talk about, hmm, give me some ideas here, what we're gonna do with this coverage. And usually you'll recognize cloud coverage by defense by the depth of the corner, the way the corners play. And one corner plays up, one corner plays soft. So you kind of get that look. It's designed to mess with quarterbacks' pre-snap reads because it appears to look like cover two, mm-hmm. with the two safeties in the middle of the field. It's designed also to take away the deep ball and the run is why teams play cloud coverage. And But to attack it, the middle of the field, middle underneath, you got to go underneath the middle safety and then – the vertical seams are the areas to attack. And I want to ask my buddies, my buddies around the league, my coach friends, like, okay, how do you, if a guy's playing a ton of cloud, because last week you saw what Buffalo did, and I guarantee you Vic Fangio sitting there looking at it and going, damn, if they can't handle that. Right, agreed. And, I, I, and there was I mean, the one play that they had, it was the best throw Dak had all day, where he hit CeeDee Lamb, and there's yeah, that opening. There's that and, opening. And that's right. where you're going to get. That's right. where you'll find some openings in that right. zone with CD along the sideline uh, between that safety and the corner, and Dak's able to hit it. But it was the only time they were able to hit it all game. Yeah, so you need to. we need to figure that one out, though. But that's that's kind of where you're at. This defensive line, it's it's got two outstanding players that I feel like. And and, and Christian Wilkins is the defensive tackle that you're going to have to deal with. And now, hopefully, you get Zach Martin back because you don't want to go into the game uh, with, with, you know, Bass is, Bass is a capable backup. But to go against Wilkins, having Smith and having Martin, is that's the recipe for the best that you're going to get out of that. Um, he's especially good when he has to deal with blockers one-on-one. He's going to play over both guards. 
He's uh, he, he can rush on the edge on some special packages. Last week against the Jets, it's like the, the Dolphins had no respect for Zach Wilson at quarterback. They moved their guys around. They're like, you can't block our front. You can't. So they moved Wilkins to where he played some edge, and then they put a bigger guy inside, and they pushed the middle of the pocket on, on Zach is what they did. But Wilkins is not super flashy, but he's super consistent the way he plays. More of a straight-ahead uh, you know, player than when it has a lot of movement to him. And, but he'll cause his share of problems with the length and the power that he plays with. He's a penetrator in those games. They use him, and he, you know he's a guy that can cause some problems in there, and then you get the loopers and stuff around him. Bradley Chubb is listed as a linebacker, okay? And I, you got to think of him more as an edge. And he will play both sides of the defense, but you mainly he'll be lined up over Tyron Smith or whoever plays left tackle for you in this football game. Pray to the football gods that Tyron Smith is playing left tackle in this game with, with Bradley Chubb as a rusher. He's got very good athletic ability. He's got speed. He's got length. He's got bulk for the position. He's very similar to very similar to what you see with uh, when you get with uh, uh, Tank and how he's able to rush the passer but also play the run. All-around edge. Hard guy to yep. run at. He's super active. Uh, he's got the ability to break blockers down. He creates pressure. You got to account for him. You, you definitely got to account for him. On the other side, Andrew Van Ginkle, real name, Van Ginkle. Yeah, Andrew Van he used Ginkle, to be a special team star. Now yeah. he's a good starter. For now him. he's a starter for him. He's going to play opposite. He's like a traditional three-four outside linebacker. He's a high motor, athletic ability guy. He's got some range to defend the run, but he also they use him in pass coverage as well. The lateral quickness, change of direction, quick with the hands. He, he's that kind of guy. Linebacker. David Long. Now, here's something we've – this is the second week where you've you had to face an undersized linebacker. He doesn't have great height nor, nor the bulk, but he's super, super aggressive the way he plays. He attacks the ball right off the snap. He's quick. He's got stop-start movements are really good. He's explosive. Now, where, where you have to maybe take advantage of him is with the play-action game. If Dallas can find a way to kind of even, even some – just showing it, you're going to get these linebackers to step up. And then now we talk about the ball going in behind them on some of these routes, you know, the crossing routes and things. But you could get these linebackers to move and get them to step up. And then that way, ball behind them. There's your possibilities for some plays. In the secondary with this uh, with the Dolphins, it's a lot like their offensive line in this way. They've they they've lost a lot of key pieces right now, and who who knows who's going to play in this game? Mm. Xavier Howard, Deshaun Elliott's in protocol, and then and then uh, Javon Holland, the safety, have all missed time at some point this season. We'll see how many of those guys make it back for the game against the Cowboys. Against the Jets last week, they lined up with Jalen Ramsey, Eli Apple, and Kadar Kaho. Is that how you say his name? K. Uh, K- it's K O Kaho. And so that's their, that was their starters in the game. And in that game, Ramsey traveled with Garrett Wilson the majority of the game. And he even went with him in the slot. Okay, so he so, truly was traveling. So he truly was traveling with this guy. So you watch him play. Now, this wasn't a stressful game at all because the Jets' passing attack really sucked. Now, when you watch the Eagles, that's a totally different thing. I studied that game. Ramsey wasn't in. But Cahoe and others were involved, and they had their share of issues in that football game. As the season has gone along, Cahoe's yeah, played more snaps than anybody. Okay. 
but more completions and more touchdowns against him than any other cornerbacks they have. Which would make sense. I mean, he definitely is probably the, the weak link of the group, and I think yeah. the rookie Camp Smith, who we liked a lot, is yeah. out for the year, yeah. which is unfortunate. Hey, uh, Xavier Howard did practice today. So, so he's that, trending he's positive trending, to play. He's trending to play. If that's the case, then that that is a big, big help for them right now. I would be really careful, and I'm not totally avoiding the guy. I'd be careful of trying to go out Ramsey here. Okay. And I, I feel like this because when you watch when him coming back, I feel like he's been outstanding. He's given up no touchdowns. The opponent's completion percentage of the game is right at 48%. So it's 50-50 basically about getting a, either he's going to knock it down or it's going to or incomplete or you're going to get a, a a completion on him. So if that's the case and and CD Lamb gets kind of yeah. eliminated, we probably are looking at Jake Ferguson being your top Ferguson, priority. Ferguson, Cooks, you know, others Tolbert, Gallup, somebody has got to step up. I I'm not saying I just would be careful throwing the ball at Ramsey. I would just be careful in that. I'm not saying completely, but I would just be careful in that regard because he is back and he is playing it again at a high level. He's got elite ball skills. We've he, seen that throughout his whole career. And he loves that challenge. He loves the challenge about taking your best guy out. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. All right, uh, more from Ryan, of course, throughout the entire day. We'll circle back, do some redrafting the quarterbacks of the last five years. That'll be fun at 340. But up next, let's do some NFL news of the day. How would you handle this quarterback dilemma in Chicago? The next Joe Cool and Deflategate Part 2. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.